It's Friday, September 27th, 2019, and from the Pennsylvania Environmental Council, this is Pennsylvania Legacies. I'm Josh Rollerson. The Industrial Heartland Trails Coalition, IHTC, is building something big, a 1,500-mile network of multi-use trails throughout western Pennsylvania, West Virginia, Ohio, and New York. If you listen to this podcast regularly, you have heard of it. You probably know it's a major focus of the PEC Trails program. What you may not know is that hundreds of miles of IHTC trails are already complete, connected, and ready to ride. And those miles are packed with things to see and do. To educate users and prospective users about the range of unforgettable experiences awaiting them on IHTC trails, the coalition's published a series of self-guided itineraries. Each one includes route information, highlights, tips, and options for planning anything from a quick Sunday afternoon spin to a multi-day, multi-state adventure. Amy Camp is the owner of Cycle Forward, a Pittsburgh-based trails and tourism consulting firm, and she's the creator of the IHTC Trail Trips Collection. As we close out September Trails Month in Pennsylvania, she joins us to talk a bit more about what's out there to see and do on the Industrial Heartland Trails. Amy, welcome to Pennsylvania Legacies. Thank you. It's good to be here. Give me an overview. What is there out there to experience, and why are we presenting it to people in this particular way? Sure. So the Industrial Heartland Trails Coalition has already over 700 miles of trail on the ground that are open and people around Pennsylvania and the neighboring states of Ohio, West Virginia, and New York are already using. And uh, so what we wanted to do was to help people to find those trails and to help them to create a trail experience. And so we have created a number of itineraries that uh, some of them are printed and folded that people can put in their pocket and take with them. We have all of those same itineraries that we call trail trips as a mobile version as well. And they uh, collectively just give people some options for discovering regional trails. And you've kind of got this broken down into like the, the trail trips that are on paper that you can carry with you. And there's also story maps that are available only online. You talk about how those are organized and, and the different approaches that you took with those two different styles of itinerary. Right. The trail trips are – you can print them from your computer or you can have a, a digital version that you use. But those are specific to a specific trail or to a section of trail based on how long you want your ride to be. Uh, we have everything with those ranging from, I think, nine miles is the shortest up to almost 90 miles, which would be a multi-day trip. So we recognize that there are different types of users and potential users out there, and that's why we've created what we think is a, a trip for almost anybody that wants to go discover trails. And then the other thing that we have that you mentioned is we have digital story maps, and those are thematic in nature. And uh, just to you know, let you know what they are, we have one that is a scoops and suds story map, uh, ice cream and beer. It's like pretty much outside <laughs> of bikes, the two most important things, right? Right. Yeah. One of our partners always says that all, all trails lead to beer and ice cream. So we decided to make an itinerary. Um, we have an epic infrastructure story map which includes uh, bridges and rail tunnels and um, old industrial relics that, that are worth seeing. We have one that's called Boats Along the Trails. Even though a lot of the people using our trails like to 
bike. Uh, we wanted to show some options for paddling and, and so forth. And then we have a modern day makers, which really is what's happening off the trail in the communities. What are some of those handmade items that you can find while you're out and about? So when we say, like, we recognize there's a variety of users looking for a variety of different kinds of experiences, what are we talking about? What are some of the types or categories of users that these itineraries will be, you know, we hope helpful for? We hope that anyone in the region or visiting the region can see our list of offerings and and pick something that will help to encourage them to go use the trails. Even an itinerary that's a little bit longer they can pick a section of it. They, they don't have to do the whole thing. We talk a lot about cycling, but people can walk a section mm-hmm. of it. But we did have some specific audiences in mind based on what we know about uh, trail users. Uh, our partners with the Rails to Trails Conservancy, they've done a lot of research around the demographics of trail users. And so, you know, we know that, that there are a lot of people ages 35 to 65 that are out biking, and, and we know what they're looking for. And so we tried to create uh, itineraries that, that match some of what we know. But we also created some that might appeal to young families. Uh, we tried to you know, have a variety so that somebody could go out for that 9, 10, 20-mile trip that just takes up a half of their day, um, or people that are more serious about their cycling that could go out for two or three days and, and do 90 miles. So, and I know you've been working on these for a couple of years now, but we're really getting to the point where there's a, there's really a wealth of information and content to be sharing with people. I'm wondering what you're hearing back. What's the what's the feedback been from from your audiences? Right, we've had really great feedback this month. So, uh, we have been creating these, like you said, over the past few years, and we this summer decided to update the ones that were already out there and to publish some new ones. And so, you know, we have eight of the trail trips. We have four thematic story maps, and we also have an open trails map uh, that can help people who just don't know where to get started to see the region and to uh, see what some of the trails are, uh, where to park, that that sort of information, which would be really useful. Um, But we this month put out a Facebook post just to show that these are available and we showed the map of the region and people really responded to that. I mean, between that and just a little bit of promotion of the IHTC, we went from 500 or so page likes to over a thousand. And the post in which we shared the map and the fact that the itineraries are out there was shared 79 times, which tells me that People really respond to the aspirational nature of the Industrial Heartland Trails Coalition. They see that map. They see where their trail may be on the map. And uh, they, they find it to be inspiring, the, the idea of, of trail connections. And people just love maps, right? Maps are great content. Right. Speaking of aspiration, though, if people were already familiar with IHTC, what they may know is that this is ultimately going to be a 1,500-mile network spanning, was it three, four states? Uh, vast, ambitious. And therefore, you know, at least to some extent, this is a little bit down the road, so to speak. This is somewhat in the future. But what people may not realize and that we really want to emphasize is that quite a bit of this is already in place and it's ready for them to enjoy today. That's right. Uh, so the map that, that people see 
that that we share on the website and with the itineraries, that is uh, the conceptual map. And it shows over 1,500 miles of uh, possible trail connections across four states. Uh, What's done already is over 700 miles. And so that's a lot of different trail and a lot of types of trail experiences because it's such a broad region that you know, people um, have a whole lot of different options in terms of how to get out there. And, you know, we sort of looked at the the itineraries that we put out just with the trail trips. And, and that covers over 300 miles right there, that, that we are giving you something that shows you just exactly how you can go out and experience those trails. You've done all of the homework for us. That's what like we that. like to think. <laughs> all right. Well, let's, can we look at some examples and just focus on one of these trail trips and hit a few of the highlights? What do we got? Let's do it. Uh, so one that we published just this year was for the Montour Trail. And whereas most of the trail trips show you a, a section of trail to use, this is giving you a couple of options. Uh, so for the Montour Trail, we have uh, one that's called the Coriopolis Play Day, and that's a 36-mile out-and-back ride. So you can go out for, for the day, and, uh, you know, it's not all about the trail. Some of what we're sharing is what you're going to do whenever uh, you're off your bike and right. visiting town. And so some of what we have... Uh, Along the trail, you're going to run into Montour Woods, which is a conservation area. And we tell people how to, you know, ditch their bike and go back and, you know, enjoy that uh, natural area. Um, we also have tunnels and trestles and, you know, different features that are there um, because of the, you know, uh, railroading history. Um, so we, we show people where some of those on-trail points of interest are. Uh, but we also have information about what are you going to do in town, uh, so if you get into Coriopolis, there's some really good stuff happening there. Um, there's a there's a taco stand that's really well like La Poblanita. Uh, there uh, there's a limoncello distillery in town. There's handmade ice cream. There's a coffee shop. There's a microbrewery. So there are a lot of options in town for how to extend your day trip instead of just go bike the trail and then go home. Uh, there are some other, you have some other options. And that's just one of however many towns on the Montour. That's right. Yeah. And that, that one's focused on Coriopolis. But the other ride that we have, you know, with this uh, same trail trip is what we call uh, a midway day, uh, aka built in excuse to stop into Sarah's <laughs> Candies. And <laughs> I'll take it. Yeah, that works. So that covers a different section of trail. Um, it's a different length. I think that one's about 20 miles out and back, uh, different, different towns, different, um, different different places to stop. And, you know, the thing that I should say is, uh, in some cases, for some of our trail trips and for some of our story maps, uh, not everything you will access directly from the trail. Uh, Saris is something where you're going to get to your car in the parking lot and you're going to drive over to Saris Candies. And so we are aware of the fact that most people who are out biking are uh, getting to the trails in their own personal vehicles. And so that really broadens the uh, possibilities in terms of where we can send them for experiences. The examples that you just cited, pretty pretty doable day trips, it sounds like. What about if I want something a little bit more epic, um, maybe even an overnight type of situation? What, what, what can you suggest for me? Oh, wow. Uh, so many things. But since this is a Pennsylvania-focused podcast, I'll stick with our Pennsylvania trips. Fair enough. Um, so uh, you could do one on the Ghost Town and Hoodlebug trails. 
So that's a two-trail experience uh, where you would just do a big long out and back. And uh, I think that one comes in closer to 90 miles. And we have a bit of a different audience in mind for that one. Um, so it's a little bit heavy, I think, uh, on the uh, microbrewery stops and some, you know, uh, basic, you know, uh, sandwich type places to stop for dinner. And uh, we kept it pretty basic because we uh, have the expectation that someone wants to cover all 90 miles is, is going to be putting out a lot of time on the trail. And then we just want to get them some of the services they need whenever they're there are done biking for the day. Yeah, you do need fuel for, for a haul like that. You absolutely do. Not that I've tried it. <laughs> We're in the early stages of the fall, which is a great time to ride IHTC trails. Um, it Winter will come, right? But is this a kind of an all-seasons uh, set of options that you've got here, or what's the best time of year to experience a IHTC trail trip? Uh, fall is a wonderful time of year. Uh, to experience the trails. And anyone who follows us on Facebook, by the way, we're going to be sharing these itineraries and story maps and uh, letting people know when the peak fall foliage is for some of the different rides. Uh, oh, because, you know, the region, again, is big enough that, that the foliage, uh, you know, is is different. And in terms of, you know, over, over several different weeks. So I would encourage people to follow there. And, um, you know, any time of year, though, is, is a good time to ride um, or to at least get out there and walk. Um, you know, the, the one, one thing I think a lot of trail uh, maintainers try to watch for is, is to keep people off of the trails during the spring freeze-thaw cycle, right. um, you know, so as to not create a lot of ruts. But, you know, we also have paved trails in the region, which would be good for that kind of a season. And I also um, could mention that some of the story maps that we've created are for sites along the trails, and, and those are pretty much evergreen. If people just wanted to go look at our modern-day maker's story map and find some of the handmade items along the trail, um, they don't necessarily have to be out for a bike trip to, to right. go discover what's happening in some of those trail communities. It's the Industrial Heartland Trails Coalition, right? This is not like one monolithic organization. It's actually a bunch of, of uh, smaller groups, groups of varying sizes. Who are we talking about? Who, who makes up the IHTC? Right. So uh, even though PAC has been working on these itineraries, there are a lot of different partners. Uh, PAC works very closely with the Rails to Trails Conservancy and the National Park Service uh, to head up the coalition. And, and there are, I think at this point, hundreds of organizations around the four states that are helping out and following along. Um, so you have everything from the trail groups, uh, the ones that, that built the trails in the first place and are maintaining them, to uh, t the tourism community, to elected officials, uh, the planning community, the people that are helping to get some of the, the hardest sections to complete done. So there are a lot of different people involved. Where can I go to learn more about uh, IHTC generally, but in particular, how do I access the trail trips and the, and the story maps? If you go to iHeartTrails.com, you're going to come to the homepage, and at the top, you're going to see a trail trips tab. And if you click on that, you're going to find everything you need. You'll have the trail trips in both versions, digital and, and printable. You'll have all of the story maps right there. 
And you can also follow along on Facebook, uh, where we're posting essentially every day about some of your ride options for this time of year. And uh, follow us also on, on Instagram. That's a new new page. The hashtag that we hope that people will use is Ride IHTC. And, uh, you know, this is not a one-way conversation. We want people to let us know about their rides and, and what they're up to. So, yeah, so not, not only should you go check it out, you should also pay it forward. Please do. Amy, thanks so much for being on the show. Oh, thank you, Josh. Amy Camp with Cycle Forward is the creative force behind IHTC's recently updated Trail Trip series and part of the team that's been compiling themed story maps featuring many more ideas for trail adventures across the Industrial Heartland region. You can find all of those at iHeartTrails.org. Look for links in today's show notes for the podcast. We hope you get a chance this fall to explore a few of the more than 700 miles of open trails in the IHTC community. When you do, be sure to post about it using the hashtag RideIHTC and share the fun. More on the Peck Trails program and its work across the Commonwealth, including Philadelphia's Circuit Trails and the Northeast Pennsylvania Trails Forum, can be found at peckpa.org, P-E-C-P-A dot O-R-G. Please like our Facebook page, follow us on Twitter at P-E-C-P-A, and of course, rate and review Pennsylvania Legacies on Apple Podcasts or any of the many other places where the show is available. Back with more in October. Until then, happy Trails Month. And for the Pennsylvania Environmental Council, I'm Josh Rollerson. Thanks for listening.